All right. Here we are. Again. Extra shot of leadership. Thank you for joining us, those of you who are listening. Yeah, welcome back. Hey, Kim, what's going on with you? What are you up to? Man, it's a great day. I got to tell you, I've had a lot of sleep. Woo! I went to bed at 9.30, woke up at 7.30. I am sassy today. You are ready to rock it. <laughs> I like yeah. the energy, man. You have brought it today. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Hey, so can you believe, I cannot believe that it is already the end of January. I cannot believe it. I it mean, is flying by. Listen, four weeks in already on 2021. And I will tell you, 11 more months for our goals. That's the first (laughs) thing I think about. I'm like, oh my gosh, my goals. I got 11 more months. So it's flying by. Yeah. I think about it even, it's even shorter than that because in our business, we we have kind of some cycles, right? And you, we don't really do what we do. We it's we can't really roll out what we do in like July or June when vacations are happening. Yeah, so yeah. there goes another two months. And then really November and December, people don't really want to hear from us much then either. Yeah. So it is really limited down to like eight more months. Yeah. OMG. It goes by fast. The years, the days, the months. It's yes. crazy. I remember being a kid saying, oh, mom, time is so slow. And my mom saying, no, time goes by fast. And now I totally understand it just so fast. By the time you know it, you're next month cranking out. Mm -hmm. So what are we talking about today? What you got on your mind? I think we were supposed to talk about openness, which this is going to be a great topic because I... I'm going to love it because I'm going to learn from you because I have a lot of questions about openness because I'm I'm thinking like, what is it? So I I think that's a great place to start. So when we talk about the word openness, what does that mean to you? What is it? Let's define it. Openness to me is having, coming to a conversation with an open mind, an open heart, not coming in with preconceived ideas, notions, judgment. It really is just listening to whatever is happening in the conversation. And there are times for that and there are not times for that. Right. Right. Okay. And and so, you know, I think openness is an excellent attribute for a team. But I, I do think that the team needs to understand when is it appropriate to use and when is it quote unquote, not the right time. Okay. Okay. So we're not necessarily talking about the openness of the leader. We're talking about openness within the team. Yes. I would say the openness within the team to ideas, to one another, to how we work. So I do believe the leader drives that. Right. So I think the leader models that behavior, but it really is around how do you drive that value for the team. Okay. Right? So then my next question is, why does it matter? Mm. Why does it matter that we have openness and what does it look like if we have it? The thing that I think about with that is this last year, in my mind, was the year of change. I mean, you know, in, in business in general, everyone is talking about how the pandemic has just accelerated change from a technological perspective. It, it you know, how we work, just everything was was fast-tracked in this last year. And I know probably over the last 10 years, right, there's always been this kind of mantra or this, this comment around change is constant, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think, you know, w- w- there's always studies and conversations about how people accept change and how they go through change and change management. I, that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. I think it is important right now for all leaders to start, if not 
you know, having already built this, but really creating a strong foundation where their team is ready for change, Mm -hmm. constantly ready. They are looking for it. They are Mm -hmm. excited about it. They are just kind of on the cusp of let's change. What can we change? What can we change? And that is just required. In my mind, change is now a requirement. You know, there's a lot of conversation also about agility teams and agility. Yeah, that was a big buzzword over the last couple of years. Yeah. And so for me, when I think of openness, that is a number one competency or ability of the team. They have to be good at being open because that drives change. Okay. So that's my why. (laughs) This will be good because, you know, I just think back to some of my early career days of even in this industry and man, change was a bad word on the team. Mm. Like we didn't like change. We don't want change. We're like, we've always done it this way. This works for us and we don't like change, you know? So I think this will be a really good conversation for some of those, for either industries, leaders, teams that have that kind of a mindset like we're comfortable doing what we've always done and it's worked for us. So why would we change it? That's right. You have hit it spot on. Absolutely right. There are absolutely industries that, you know what, it's very disciplined. There's not a whole lot of change that you can incorporate. I think astute leaders can identify where can they incorporate change in their business? Where does it make sense? All of us have some opportunity for some improvement. Every single business, I do believe that. There is opportunity to tweak, to make better, to refine. And so strong leaders understand where do they dial that in? And they also understand where does it not matter? Where mm-hmm. where do they just let it continue as it's always been for the last, whatever, 100 years? But it's dialing in in the areas where there can be change and improvement and movement, movement forward. Okay. So I think man, this is like, this is good. This is good for <laughs> me. This is a good lesson for me. So I go kind of into my training mode then, and I think, well, so what keeps a team from being open with each other? Why do they not want to be open? Versus, I mean, they sometimes, you know, they just don't want to change, but what else keeps them from being open? For me, when I think about that, I, I immediately go to the leader. That's just where I, hands down, that's the first place I'm going to go. I'm going to say, what is the leader driving on the team? And do they value openness? Do they value discussion, debate, conversation? Or do they value more of a, a, you know, a push down conversation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so if it's the top down, the, you know, I'm going to tell you how this gets done. Absolutely. That will kill any type of openness to things because now it gets into the conversation of, well, the boss said, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to just do what the boss said. Or, You know, you get the team conversation, two people talking. It was like, well, the boss said that this is the way it's going to go. And so you've you've lost, right? You've lost, in my mind, not only the openness to change, but you've lost the openness to creativity. Yeah, I was going to say that is really going to stifle creativity. So it it really is top-down, what's modeled. I think that's number one. I think number two is what is the culture of the organization? You know, is there a teamwork value across the organization. And it can mm-hmm. be the department, the function, it can be the whole entire organization and how people get things done. Are they getting things done in in silos? Are they getting things done in vacuums? Or is this more of a 
cross-functional type of approach to getting things done. We're all in this together. Exactly. So how, what is the setup? What is rewarded yeah. in the organization? So cultural leadership. And then, you know, I, truly at the end of the day, I do think you're going to have pockets of resistance across an organization or across a, a team who it's just people who, you know, kind of that whole, this is mine. This is my sandbox. Yes. yes. Get out of my sandbox. That's where my head was going, that it's me against you mm-hmm. versus a teamwork environment. It's it's unhealthy competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, that's right. It's a it's a competitive, get out of my sandbox. I own this. You, you don't. And so get away. And then in the end, it's a look at me, look what I did. Me, me, me. Mm-hmm. Another unhealthy <laughs> it, attribute. Absolutely. And so it really is important in my mind to create openness to me, going back to that, is important to create this, we all accomplish this together, right? So it drives change, it drives creativity, but it drives, you know, for a lack of a better word here, but it it drives togetherness. Like we are working together to do this. All right. That's good. This is a good foundation. All right. Well, before we go on, what do you think openness is? What are the barriers to openness in, in teams and with people? I think we've hit all of the the major ones because I, I, t- I got to tell you, I haven't really thought about this a lot. Just openness. What does it look like? What 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 is the value of it? What if you do? What if you don't? Yeah. But I think the only thing that I would add to that would be fear, right? Mm. One, one of the barriers is Fear, mm. fear of speaking up. Well, why do they fear speaking up? And where does that come from? Fear of speaking up. And fr- because there's, I think sometimes on teams, there's that person that's been here a long time mm. and they're the one that's in charge of what everybody else thinks, right? Because if you don't align with that person, they make it kind of difficult for you mm. on the team because they're uh, they're not the leader of the team, but they're the leader of the pack, mm. let's say. and, yeah, and the if, informal leader. Yeah, and it may make it painful for you if you go against them. Yeah. And so it's the fear of something, whatever that is, fear of speaking up in front of the leader, fear of speaking up in front of that person mm. on the team, fear of ridiculed or their early career. They're yeah. brand new to the team. They don't know as much like, as everybody else. I've only else. been here for six months. I can't <laughs> say anything. Yeah, yeah, lack of confidence, yeah. things like that. So I think that's the one I would add. Yeah, I think that's spot on in terms of what, how will people judge me mm-hmm. if I say this? Will they judge me as being dumb or that was a stupid idea or whatever? I think that's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I really don't have any, anything else to add to the what is it? What does it look like? I think those are all, I think we've, I've, we've unpacked all that I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so then now I want to know, so what is it that you do about it? How do you drive it, create it, promote it on your team? This is something for me that I, it is a huge value personally. I think having a lens and an ear that is truly open, does not judge or weigh in, like it is just so important to the functioning of my team personally is critical. And it, for me, it goes right back to the ability to constantly improve So I see those two levers like hand in hand, openness and change or continuous improvement. Mm -hmm. All right, so what do I do? The first thing that I know is important is I have to really carve out when is the right time for quote unquote openness. Mm -hmm. It's not all the time. It's not happening every day. It's not happening in every team. 
So maybe there are specific strategic objectives that I'm working on with my team. Maybe there's a, a specific initiative that we're trying to roll out for the company. I don't know what it is, but there's a time that I identify this is important. We need everyone to come to the table or the right players to come to the table and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Versus me as the leader, I make the decision for this one. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So I don't have all the answers. And I know that. I mean, I can go read industry papers all day long and I can go find out where the trends are and I can get an idea of where that is. But you know what? I'm not an expert in all of the things that that the people are who are on the team. They're keeping up with industry kind of trends and where things are going. And so, again, the first thing I got to do is really carve out when and where does do we need to have this conversation, this debate, this openness take place. The second thing I do, I got to make sure the right people are at the at the in the room mm-hmm, at the table. They're at the mm-hmm. table. They understand what's going on. They understand what we're trying to accomplish. And I'm, you know, my brain immediately wants to kind of just go drill right down to some of the details. So. When I go to the detail, I think back, we've had several of these kinds of meetings where I bring people into a room and we have a conversation and somebody says an idea. Hey, what if we try X, Y, and Z? And somebody immediately says, well, let me tell you why that won't work. In that moment, I will say, whoa, 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 time out here. Mm -hmm. We are not, there's no judgment on any idea. We are wanting to hear every single idea around this initiative, around this approach. So I started that very specific type of conversation with the team three years ago now. So ultimately, the way that I see it is over time, the team starts to learn in their areas, Mm -hmm. how do they think about openness and when is that needed? Again, to me, I think openness drives change. If you want to do better, you've got to hear ideas without judgment. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a bad idea, I think it is so important that you sit there as a leader and you hear it out. Yeah. You've got to hear it Listening out. Listening is a big deal. How could we? What if? Yes, because they have, they, whoever they is, right? I always say that. But your team has ideas that you don't have. I know that. My team has ideas that I Absolutely. don't have. And they do. I've got some of the most creative people on my team. Yeah. And so in order to create that environment where people are just sharing their idea, you it's it's years in the making. In my opinion, it is years in the making. And as a leader, you have to be very keen to listening to the judgment in the room. Yes. Because it happens. Yeah. And if you don't squash that judgment... The person who shared their idea, who was who felt judged, right? You, you can't control everybody's emotions, but who felt judged will now hold back for a long time. That's right. I love that. It's it's the listening from the leader and then creating the listening environment also in the room. I Absolutely. Love You've got to model that environment, that culture of, man, that was a good idea. Or, you know, and, and not every idea is good. I don't have all great ideas, right? I mean, I think, you know, I run a department and people think I have all of the ideas. I know I don't have all the ideas. There's been a lot of ideas that I've done and I can go to my filing cabinet and I pull it out and I go, that was a bad idea, (laughs) right? That one died on the vine. It died. We spent 20 (laughs) hours working on something and then we realized this is not going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. I think it is important as leaders 
you know, it really ultimately depends. Does your business require change? Mm -hmm. Can it be improved? If it can, you have to think about how do you get there? It is not just a, hey, everybody, let's start making some change. (laughs) There's work that has to be done in order to create an environment where your people feel comfortable to share what is on their mind. So I'll go back to what I was saying. Not every idea is a good idea. So how do you handle the lame-o ideas? Yeah, you know, because let's come to that. Because this is that going back to that person that may not be the leader, but kind of leads the pulse of the team, leads Mm -hmm. the temperature and the attitudes of the team. Yeah. Maybe that person's not at the table. Yeah. Right? It's not necessarily who's at the table, but who's not at the table. That's true. That's I think that's a great point. So we've talked a little bit about what areas of your business could improve, could change. Who are the right people? Who are the people who shouldn't be in the room? Mm-hmm. And being honest about that. Right. You as a leader should know those things. Absolutely. Right? And be able to articulate it to some extent. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking about recently I had a meeting with a team and as a leader, there is there is a bit of a challenge when the leader says something, everybody says, well, the leader has said something. And so they have spoken. That's it. <laughs> Good. You know, Anna has spoken. It's, it's all done, right? <laughs> and I think it is important for leaders to be real clear. Listen, right now, I, w- I want to interact with you guys as a colleague. Uh-huh. I want to hear your thoughts. I'm going to share my thoughts. I don't have all the right thoughts, but let's brainstorm a little bit. And it's also okay to step back out and say, all right, now I'm the leader. <laughs> Back in boss mode. (laughs) (laughs) Back in boss mode, we have to have a conversation about progress. I think there are several conversations leaders can start having immediately in order to foster a level of openness. And it's articulating why it's important. What's the value add to the organization? Why is change important? It's Mm -hmm. all of those things. And then what are we as a team going to do? And what are we not going to do? We're not going to listen with judgment. We're not going to say, well, we tried that five years ago. Let me tell you why that didn't work. Mm -hmm. You know what? Five years ago is a long time ago. Different now. And so it might work now. Yeah. So it's really creating that temperature on your team and that culture on your team. And it just takes time. Okay. So listening, creating the culture and the temperature, anything else? So I, I still haven't answered one question here around how do you if it's a bad idea, really bad, what do you do, right? Uh, are there bad ideas? Of course there are bad ideas. I have already articulated that I have bad ideas. And I think what is important is how you handle the bad idea. And, you know, what I have learned over time is you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. The whole idea isn't bad. So you identify what are the parts of the idea that are good that you can potentially build on So again, it's creating that openness to components of the idea. You don't have to take everything and not everything is going to work. But to me, what are you trying to accomplish? It has to be real clear in the leader's mind so that you can help your team understand where they can add value, where their ideas can can go and take them. I, I just think it's so critical in today's time of driving a level of creativity, change, willingness to do things differently for a number of reasons. I mean, number one, it helps the business, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, we want to be a value add to the business. 
But number two, I had another conversation this last week and it was with somebody in my team and they made a comment to me and it's just resonating with me right now. The comment was, hey, listen, I really appreciate your leadership because you allow us to be creative. Like you allow us this opportunity Mm -hmm. of exploring lots of different things and that makes me really happy. It makes me happy to come to work. Those weren't literally the words, but Mm -hmm. that was the gist, right? So you want to engage your team. You want to have people who are excited to come to work. You want to drive change on your team. Openness to me is a number one factor in harnessing the power of that and creating a team that truly wants to hear what each other has to say. Yeah, it gets everybody off the hamster wheel, right? And get everybody kind of open to each other. Like, what what can we do next? Where can we go? How far can we take this? How high could it be? And, and, you know, everybody can contribute. Yeah. I think that's the other thing that I love about it is really titles, levels, experience. It doesn't matter. Everybody just comes into a room and you're like, what do you think? Yeah. Why do you think that? Help me to understand that. Yeah. I love that. It uh-huh. is energizing. I mean, you can even see my energy, right? Yeah, because, because we have a project that's going like yeah. that. And it is cool to see it kind of all come together. And it's not the way I saw it. I don't even know what I saw, but I can guarantee you this is better than what I had in my own mind. And it's because all of the creative brains, all of the creative juice in the room. Yeah. And it's just, it's fun. It's it, That to me is when it really starts to get fun is you're just building on each other. And there's a true and sincere interest in hearing what is in your brain, mm-hmm. right? Versus a competitive, let me one-up you. Oh yeah, well, I did that and let me tell you what that looked like. Or I had that experience, but it is a true openness and sincere I want to know how you think about that. And when you can drive that across your team, oh my goodness, your team is just rocking. They are rocking. But you're you're always going to have people on the team who don't necessarily understand that. Yes. Right? And they are not ready or willing to come to that. I want to really know what you think. Right. They kind of fake it a little bit. They pretend like they, <laughs> they want to throw know. a little, little lure out there. Not the big one, not mm-hmm. the big shiny one, a little baby one mm-hmm. to see. And and as a leader, you to me, it's like, again, what are you trying to drive on your team? And you have to be wise enough to see that and be able to, it's like a little ember, right? You got to stomp it out mm-hmm. and you got to be real clear. Hey, look, that's, let me tell you how we run our team. Again, so that's nuanced. You know, I don't want to get into that. Yeah. But and I, I want to go back to the whole when there's a bad idea that comes into the room or what or what does that look like? How do you deal with it? I've watched you deal with some of those, and it's not that you just shut it down. It's not that you're like, okay, let's just talk about that one later. Yeah, <laughs> and then we never let's come back on. to it. <laughs> Crickets. Yeah. All right. Well, that's one idea. Yeah. yeah. You know, you don't do any of that. But I see how you kind of you just start to ask more questions, mm-hmm. and you kind of you pinpoint it back to what is our goal? What are we trying to accomplish though? How would that help us get there? What would that look like? What would the resources, you know, is it realistic or is it not? And so you ask just another layer of questions where they kind of come to the realization in the room all by themselves. And so there's a, an art. a byproduct of driving openness, right? There's a, there's a byproduct of that. And the byproduct is you are expanding the thinking you are pushing people to think outside of what they normally think, right? So it, it's there's a there's an added benefit, is what I would say. If you're doing it well, that sounds like you know I think I'm just amazing at it. I wouldn't say that. I just been working think, on it for three years. <laughs> yeah, I should be. I should be better at it. 
but yeah, that that absolutely is a a byproduct of the process, right? And then you know when you're in the room and you you see the light bulb even for them go off, you're like, all right, we we're we're getting somewhere. We're slowly all moving forward and and getting to this place of what are all you know? Let me uh, even then. I mean, I clearly I'm excited about this topic. <laughs> But recently we had a, a staff meeting and, you know, the conversation is is very broad, very high level. And what I was pleased about when I was seeing in that room was ideas getting thrown out in front of 20 other people, uh-huh. 25 other people. What about, what about that? What yeah. about this? What if? That gets me jazzed. I'm like, yeah, now we're rocking and rolling. I think back a couple of years ago and it was crickets. Crickets. So we would come out of that meeting saying, what what happened? What what was the problem? Nobody yeah. said anything. It's not a word. <laughs> and and I, I I agree with that. There's a, a quote that goes around in LinkedIn where it's like, when you're most passionate, people stop talking. You should be worried. For me, it's not even about passion. When your people aren't talking, you have a problem. Yeah. Right? And so when they're talking, you have to listen. What are they talking about? And why are they talking about that? And it's great that they're talking. Yeah. Anyways, so how quiet are your team meetings? Yeah. If they're t- <laughs> if they're quiet, that is not good. Yeah. So is there anything else that you're saying, I do this specifically to drive the openness on my team? Uh, no, I, I would say I think I, you know, I deliberately pick people to to come in and share their ideas and I'm modeling the behavior of openness and I'm being, I'm setting it up very deliberately. Hey, here's why we're in the room. Here's my role in the room. Here's what we're going to do in this room. And then I will squash. I don't know if that's the right word, mm-hmm. but I will be very clear when somebody's trying to place judgment on another idea. I will say, not the time right now. Let's just listen with an open heart and an open mind and open ears. Let's just listen. Hear the whole thing out. Yeah. Those are a couple of things I do. Okay. I think the only thing that I would add to the, is there anything else that we do or could do? I think one of those things is when there's a failure, right? When there's something that goes really bad or a little bad is using that opportunity to turn that into a lesson learned, Mm -hmm. right? Instead of the keep hammering on them that, because then they're not going to bring those things up. They're not going to bring the openness like, hey, we goofed up here and here's how it happened. Here's why it happened, but use it more of a learning opportunity. Mm -hmm. I'd also Uh, add. I think that's good. That that could be a whole nother episode because that was a big learning opportunity for me was how you handle those situations. Yeah. And so then my last question is, so you've said that, you know, there's times you do uh, create more openness or have time or allow for more openness and there's times you don't. How do you know the difference? You know, for me, it's as a leader managing a function depending on the length of time, let's just say three years. By three years, I think leaders should have a good handle on what are the things that are done? Like, what are the things on my team that are fixed? That's the the right word I'm looking for. And what are the things on my team or that my team does, provides, what's their function? What are those things that could use enhancements, Mm -hmm. that could use tweaks, Mm -hmm. that could make this better? Improvement. Continuous improvement opportunities. And once you can really get clear about where you can build on what's going on, that's either with conversations with your your next level supervisor, right? They should be giving you some direction saying, this is where we need to improve or this, let it lie, leave it alone. Mm -hmm. It's good enough. It's working for us, Mm -hmm. right? When you can identify this is the area we need to target, 
either through your own experience, talking to your mentor, talking to your next level boss, then that's when you dial it in. And it can't be too much, right? The organization, you got to be clear about how much change the organization can accept and, and kind of all of those things. But for me, I do it by talking to my boss. I do it because I've been in my business for some time now. Mm -hmm. And so I have some your business. Yeah, I know my Mm -hmm. business inside and out. And I know where it makes sense. Where can we enhance and improve? All right. This has been enlightening, a great discussion. It really has, because I see that there's things that we do, there's things that I do, but I don't, I've never really unpacked openness on my team. So this has been really, really cool. So for the leaders that are listening, what is the one big question they could ask themselves? My one big question for all leaders is, what can be improved on your team? What have you identified? What can be improved on your team? And then from there, you got to go back and creating your foundation of what are all of the skills and attributes? How is my team going to function in order to make that improvement? Leaders can all day long go, I made... I identify this is the opportunity for improvement, mm-hmm. and here's what we're going to go do about it. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, joy. How much fun is this going to be? That's right. Mm-hmm. So leaders can do that all day long. Command mm-hmm. and control, man. That's mm-hmm. that's absolutely a leadership philosophy. Number one question is, do you have opportunities for improvement? What are you going to do about it? I like it. What are you going to do the rest of the day? I, oh, you want to talk about some openness? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am not good at controlling my emails and sifting out my emails mm. and cleaning out my emails. I've got an inbox that is ugly. And so one of my goals this year is a little more organization in my inbox. And so my goal for today is to clean my inbox out to only the emails that I have a task to complete on. The rest of them are going to be filed away. Woo, woo, way to go. (laughs) Yeah. What about you? Fun day. (laughs) Fun day. I'm like, ooh, that sounds riveting. I've got to go spend some time on social media. I have taken a little bit of a break. I took a little bit of break over the holidays and I kind of extended that break. We both have. Yeah. (laughs) So I need to get on a LinkedIn. I need to go poke around a little bit and I need to be just reading what's going on and also just get engaged with the podcast and our listeners. Yeah, because we have some goals and I think it's going to take social media to get some of those done. Yeah, I was thinking mm-hmm. about that. I'm like, here we are in February and where mm-hmm. are we at with our goals? Okay. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> social media, that's tomorrow. I got to do my emails. That is on my list today. Yeah. All, All right. right. So those of you who are listening, thank you so much for hanging out and listening to this episode. We hope that this has been interesting for you, thinking about your team and how open they are how much you share information and share ideas and what exactly are you fostering as a leader? There you go. And then speaking of sharing, don't forget to share this podcast. Share it with your friends, share it with your leadership circle. Then come back again for an extra shot of leadership. Leadership.